The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. <laughs> Hey math fans, Jason Marshall, Math Dude here with your weekly dose of quick and dirty tips to make math easier. In true Math Dude tradition, or not, let's kick things off today with a microwave oven pro tip. Always remove aluminum foil wrapping from leftover pizza before reheating it in the microwave. If you fail to heed this advice, your pizza won't be the only thing in your kitchen that gets nice and toasty. While this warning might save you from a microwave pizza reheating disaster, it might not keep you from making the equally dangerous mistake of attempting to reheat your leftover spaghetti in its not-aluminum foil yet definitely still-aluminum container. And that's because my original warning failed to tell you why you shouldn't put aluminum foil in the microwave. Because it's crinkly metal that conducts electricity induced by the microwaves and gets hot enough to burn. I only told you not to do it. If I had told you why you shouldn't do it, you would have connected the dots and realized that all aluminum is off-limits. And as a result, you wouldn't have melted your microwave. Teaching people to metaphorically not melt their microwaves is essentially my goal in life. By which I mean that instead of just giving you the rules of math, I want to help you see the deeper reasoning behind things so that you can make connections and truly understand what's going on. Which is exactly what we're going to do today as we take a look at a rather famous piece of math known as FOIL. I'm going to describe a picture to you and I'd like you to figure out what equation this picture represents. If you have trouble picturing the picture I describe as I describe it, Check out the web article version of this podcast for a bunch of actual graphics that beautifully show what I'm talking about. You can find them all at quickanddirtytips.com slash mathdude. Okay, here's the picture. Imagine a large rectangle which is divided into four smaller rectangles by single horizontal and vertical lines. The horizontal and vertical lines can be anywhere within the rectangle meaning you can imagine the different sub-rectangles taking up as much or as little of the larger rectangle as you'd like. Let's imagine that the height of the lower pair of sub-rectangles is called A, and the height of the upper pair of sub-rectangles is called B. Similarly, let's imagine that the width of the left pair of sub-rectangles is called C, and the width of the right pair of sub-rectangles is called D. Your challenge is to figure out what famous equation this picture describes. For a hint, you might want to take a look at the title of this episode. A few words of advice. As you might expect given the picture I've described, the equation you come up with should contain the variables A, B, C, and D. And it should also use the distributive property of multiplication. So, before moving on, pause, take a few minutes, perhaps draw yourself a picture or look at it on the MathDude website, and see if you can come up with any ideas. Then, when you're ready, come on back for the answer. 
The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Okay, ready to move on? Here we go. The first thing to notice about the drawing is the obvious. It's a big rectangle that contains four smaller rectangles. What can we do with rectangles? Well, let's start by coming up with expressions for the areas of the smaller rectangles. That'd be fun, right? As you can see in your drawing, starting from the bottom left and working clockwise, the four smaller rectangles have areas of A times C, B times C, B times D, and A times D. So that means that the total area of the four small rectangles, and therefore the one large rectangle, is A times C plus B times C plus B times D plus A times D. Okay, now let's think of another way to write the total area of the large rectangle. Well, given that the area is just the height of the rectangle, A plus B times its width, C plus D, it's pretty easy to see that its total area must be the quantity A plus B times the quantity C plus D. If we set these two expressions for the total area equal to each other, we find that our drawing represents the equation quantity A plus B times the quantity C plus D is equal to A times C plus A times D plus B times C plus B times D. This equation says that the total area of the rectangle is the same as the sum of the areas of the four smaller rectangles. This is one of those things that is totally obvious when you see the picture, but not so much when looking at the equation. And if you've taken an algebra class, then I can guarantee that you've seen this equation before. This is the infamous FOIL formula that tells you how to distribute multiplication over two expressions that each contain two terms, also known as multiplying a pair of binomials. If you're not sure where the acronym FOIL, F-O-I-L, comes from, take another look at the order of the four multiplications performed on the left side of the equation. The first terms, that's an F from first, from each expression are multiplied and added to the total. Next, the outer terms, note the O in outer, from each expression are multiplied and added to the total. Next, the inner terms, there's an I there, from the two expressions are multiplied and also added to the total. And finally, the last terms, there's an L, from the two expressions are multiplied and also added to the total. First, outer, inner, last. That's FOIL. Note that there's nothing special about the order in which these multiplications are performed you'd get the exact same answer after rearranging a few terms by doing something like last, inner, outer, first, L-I-O-F, instead of F-O-I-L. But everybody seems to remember it as FOIL, most likely because it's an actual word that's easy to pronounce. In truth, you don't need to memorize FOIL at all, because you've learned not to put aluminum in the microwave. In other words, if you take a few minutes to make sure you really understand the picture we've drawn, then you'll actually understand where the equation for FOIL comes from in the first place. So you won't need to remember it. Instead, you'll just be able to conjure it up whenever the need may arise, which is a lot more useful than memorizing that formula. 
Little would you have guessed it, but FOIL is actually one of the secrets to you performing lightning-fast multiplication in your head. How does that work? Well, let's think about solving the problem 62 times 27. But instead of writing it out and doing it the old-fashioned way, let's think about our picture full of rectangles. Because that picture gives you a new way to think about multiplying numbers. The first thing you need to do is split each number into two easy-to-multiply parts. Ideally, you want one part to be a power of 10. In this case, let's split 62 into 60 plus 2 and 27 into 20 plus 7. What does this have to do with the rectangles? Imagine the large rectangle is 62 units wide by 27 units high. And now imagine breaking that up into the four smaller rectangles. The first, the bottom left one, is 60 units wide and 20 units high. The one above it is 60 units wide and 7 units high. And the pair of rectangles on the right are both 2 units wide. One of them is 20 units tall and the other is 7. If you think about the areas of these rectangles, you'll see that we've turned the problem 62 times 27 into the problem quantity 60 plus 2 times quantity 20 plus 7. Which, if we multiply everything out using FOIL, or instead just think about adding up the areas, we fairly quickly can find is equal to 1,674. If you want a little more practice with this, check out the web article version of this podcast for a practice problem and its solution. Once again, you can find that at quickanddirtytips.com slash mathdude. Okay, that's all the math we have time for today. For more fun with math, please check out my book, The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Guide to Algebra, available wherever you like to buy books. Thanks in advance for your support. Also, remember to become a fan of The Math Dude on Facebook at facebook.com slash themathdude and on Twitter at twitter.com slash jasonmarshall. Until next time, this is Jason Marshall with The Math Dude's Quick and Dirty Tips to Make Math Easier. Thanks for listening, math fans. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.